the housing crisis, the rental crisis, and homeless encampments, all these things, the pandemic and the darkening economic clouds. Well, how will it change the way we do things? How about this? There is now a movement to rent now, pay later. How can modern and sometimes controversial ways to pay things off be used for rent. We are joined by Jessica Morehouse, who's an accredited financial counselor and the host of the More Money podcast. Jessica, good evening. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. What was your reaction when you saw this? What were you thinking as somebody who's involved with people who can't pay? Yeah, well, uh, I will say right off the bat, I am not a big fan of buy now, pay later schemes of any sort, especially when I, you know, was researching all these different companies that have popped up of late that allow you to now rent now and pay later. It really has me concerned. I understand that there's definitely a market for something like this. Otherwise, these co- uh, these companies wouldn't be around. But to me, these, you know, businesses are, are in it to make money. Uh, they aren't in it to to help people, right? They're they're really mm-hmm. in there uh, first and foremost to make a profit. And I think in general, as a consumer, if you are in need of something like this, this is a band-aid solution, but this isn't this isn't a solution to what your problem is, which is cash flow. You don't have enough to either, you know, have as a buffer in your bank account so you can pay next month's rent. Uh, you're living paycheck to paycheck is, you know, really probably what the situation is. So utilizing one of these, you know, tools could be something that you need in the short term, but it's not a long-term solution. No, it isn't. I mean, it may help people who are in a vice grip Mm -hmm. and they just need to get out. Mm -hmm. But you know, as these businesses start things, they're going to be looking for new customers and they modeled it after, you know, you look in a store and it says, I don't know, it's $200 for a pair of shoes, but they'll offer you a few payments. And in the mind, it can make people who would have said no Mm-hmm. say yes, but this could start to add up. And we know what it's like when there's very, very high interest rates. What kind of troubles do you see with this? Well, exactly. I mean, you know, one of my issues with the, you know, kind of buy now, pay later systems that are now integrated into almost every kind of online marketplaces, you know, typically people use them as for something small, but rent, we're talking about thousands of dollars here. This could be very expensive. I know some of these platforms is a dollar uh, amount that they're charging. I'm sure some others either will uh, or do charge a percentage, which again can add up. And then that, you know, if it becomes more and more expensive to use these apps, but now you've become reliant on them in order to pay, you know, for your shelter. Again, now you're in a situation where you just have one more burden to deal with, which will, you know, make it even that much more difficult to figure out a solution such as how can I reduce my expenses? How can I afford my rent and actually have some money in the bank? So I have, you know, that kind of financial reserve. How can I earn some more money, whether it's like through my, you know, main job or finding some other kind of uh, form of employment and, and some other income coming in? I just, it's, it's a slippery slope. That's everything, you know, that I, I read about this is it's a very slippery slope. So I would kind of uh, be very cautious about anything to do with this is it, re- it reminds me of, you know, kind of all the marketing that you see with, um, you know, payday loans, you got um, it. right there, there, mm-hmm. 
They're, yeah. they're out there. They're marketing it to people who are in dire straits. They need a solution. They can't, there's nowhere else to go. But once you get that payday loan, it is very, it is kind of a difficult uh, kind of ditch to dig yourself out of. It is. And, and exactly what you're saying, here's what kind of made me bristle. The marketing, you could see there is really some kind of either brilliance or something a little, we could be cynical about here. Mm-hmm. One of the companies said, we're not developers. We cannot fix the housing supply issue, but at the very least, we could offer an option that people can use if it makes sense for them. We want people to be in control. So it's got all those words, mm-hmm. you're in control. Yeah. And then you could get really out of control. I'm just wondering, Jessica, you know, these are, and I use the word modern exactly. Mm-hmm. And I meant that because we're heading into this supposed recession mm-hmm. or this downturn and, and things are going to get tight for a demographic that doesn't really know what it's like not to have cheaper options here. Mm-hmm. This this could be a, a chance for people to become vulnerable who were yeah. not so vulnerable before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and for me, like the solution really, or one of the solutions isn't to have a way to break up your rent payment. So it's like weekly or bi-weekly to go with your paycheck. That is, you know, a, a, again, a Band-Aid um, situation that, you know, if you need to use it for a few months just to get back on your feet, hey, utilize it, but you need to have that game plan to get out. And so if you don't have that financial literacy, that knowledge or a support system to help you uh, understand your financial situation, then you're never going to get out. So I think that, you know, really you've got to kind of look at the bigger picture to be like, well, how can we actually help, you know, people that will be vulnerable? And it's not really, I'm not going to be looking to the, the for-profit companies that say that they're not here to, they're, they're, you know, they're putting kind of the onus on you and, oh, we're just here to help. Well, so are all the, the lenders out there. They're all here to help you for a price. It's true. And how, what do we do to stop it? I mean, we're doing a story on it now. So mm-hmm. people are aware because mm-hmm. marketing, um, people word things to get inside you, to get inside your head, to get inside your needs and give you a, a want and a need that maybe you didn't even know you had. So that's kind of mm-hmm. the other danger of this. People could say, well, I could delay this and I could only pay half and I could do X, Y, and Z next week instead of pay the whole deal. Mm-hmm. I say, if you find yourself in a situation where, you know, the marketing really speaks to you because you, you are their tar- target uh, demographic. For me, the best place to start would be to honestly find help. And there are a ton of, you know, uh, nonprofits out there, uh, credit counseling agencies. I mean, that is why I, I have my designation is, is a lot of people have the accredited financial counselor designation to help people uh, in those situations. And so I would seek help from some of those organizations. So you can, again, understand what all of your options are and start, you know, building that financial literacy up. So in the future, when you do see these, uh, these ads, this marketing that is never going to go away. It's, it's prevalent on social media, everywhere you look, there's always something trying to entice you into, Hey, here's a quick fix, or here's how to get rich quick. And all these things you'll be, you know, uh, better, uh, guarded and equipped to deal with these and, and have a better, I guess, a gut check with yourself to understand what is, you know, kind of selling a dream, but there's, there's definitely a price tag at the end of it. And what is actually a product that might actually be useful for you. Jessica Morehouse, accredited financial counselor and host of the More Money podcast. Jessica, thank you. We got to take care out there. Appreciate your time. 
Thanks for having me. I'm Arlene Bynum.